welcome, welcome, welcome. Greetings and salutations, my friends. You're listening to me, your pal, Sylvain the Great. This is the same path on Overminds Radio. What up? Where are we at? Where have we been? Who this? What's up? I am going to start this off by saying that I have had the most beautiful, miraculous time listening to Open Minds lately. It has been a miracle. It has been a gift from on high. I, uh, I may have mentioned, but I'll mention now, that I've been living in uncharted waters. It's not uncharted. We lived this way for a really long time. My phone's been turned off uh, for what feels like forever. And it's kind of great. And uh, I have no intentions of turning it back on anytime soon. Um, and it means that I go out into the world and I'm not really tethered to any extra chatter. And it means that I don't have anything immediately at my disposal. I can't pull my phone out to distract myself. I can't Google anything. I don't play any games. I don't have anything going on. I just am where I am. And, uh, the exception to that is that I have podcasts. Um, and I forgot about that until I realized that there are so many episodes of Open Lines that I wanted to listen to. And uh, there are so many programs that are happening on Open Lines that I needed to catch up on and can't do that when I'm out in the world and disconnected from what's happening in the ether. Or I guess connected but not connected enough to be able to tap into whatever. But I can download those podcasts on my phone. And I can listen to them, and it's been a great time. It's been the best time. It's been um, medicinal. It's been a balm for my spirit. And I hope that if you're listening to this now, it's because you are an avid Open Lines fan and you listen to everything that happens. If not, get the the Mixler app. It's freaking free. What more incentive do you need? You could listen to me, your pal, today the great, you know, your favorite homie ever forever. Uh, and if you're not into listening to me, then there's Mark and Holly and Hannah and Angela and everyone else. There's so much happening. There's so much happening. And it's a great time. I, if you guys have ever listened to me ever, you know that I'm out here for better or for worse don't really know what it's all about, and uh, don't really know where we're going, I'm kind of having a hard time with it, but to be able to tune in, and to just hear all the right things at the right time, it's been pretty rad, it's been pretty rad, and it's been keeping me, it's been helping me navigate. Uh, We had a new moon recently, we had a new moon and I spent my evening listening to a fireside chat, and I spent the next day, the next morning. Actually, let me let me set the scene for you here. So, it's a Wednesday, probably. I don't know. It's been all week. It doesn't matter. It's a day. It's a day like any other day. And there I am, alive, like most days, going about my business, going from one place to another. And I had big plans. I was going to set some big intentions. Me and the universe were going to square up. I was going to ask. And boy, howdy, am I ready to receive. So, I go out into the world. I set my intentions straight. Practice a little magic. Bing, bang, boom. Driving home the next day. How's that for a nice fake story? I'll leave you hanging. Anyway, driving home. And uh, as is my habit lately, I'm not paying attention enough. Paying just enough attention behind the wheel of this vehicle to keep myself and everyone else on the road safe, but not enough attention to get where I'm trying to go. So, three left turns later, I find myself howling just screaming out loud uh, 
catharsis. It just happened. It just came out. And something that I had heard my friend say on an episode of her radio show had prompted it, and I just felt it was like a bolt of lightning. It doesn't even matter what she said or what I felt or what I felt connected to or not connected to or why I was screaming. It just happened. It was visceral. There I was, really, truly alive in the world. And sometimes that's a really great thing. A lot of the time, more often lately than ever, but whatever. We've heard me say it before. Hard. Hard out there. It's not actually. It is. It's not and it is and it's not. So here's where we are today right now. Between that constant sense of like surety, like no, for certain, like I know what this is about. I know what I'm doing. I know what the point is. I know why we're all here and that just gnawing panic in your gut that goes, no, you fucking don't. No, you don't. You don't know anything. You don't know anything. We're making it all up. Nobody knows anything. What's going on? Um, we're somewhere smack dab in the middle of that as ever. It's weird because I didn't... I don't know. I, it was all, I don't know. You guys, ignorance... They say ignorance is bliss, and it's not. It's just ignorance. But it is easier. It's not blissful. Um, you don't exist in a state of bliss just because your eyes are shut. There's still chaos around you. But I tell you what, it's so much simpler. It's so much simpler when you don't have as much information and when you don't know what you're working with. Uh, that's not a good thing, but it is a true thing. And my big kick lately is trying to stop myself from asking, am I wrong? trying to quell the panic. Today I realized so you've got your new moon and you've got screaming and you've got all of these just it's just there's we're not I'm not connected I'm not grounded I'm not rooted in anything right just free floating and sometimes the floating is actually hurtling and you don't know which way you're falling but you're afraid that the impact is going to liquefy you so I realized that that's so normal. That that level of anxiety and that just constant state of fear is so normal. And the reason that there's a disconnect is because what is there to be like? What am I? I'm not. What am I afraid? What's going on? Nothing. Everything's coming up millhouse. Everything is roses and daisies and sunshine. So what is it? tell you what it is. I'll state it in layman's terms. We'll we'll keep away from the woo-woo stuff for a while. Watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna spell this out. It's gonna be black and white. Here's what I realized today with perfect clarity. Howling at the rising sun on a Thursday and today, it's just as simple as this. If you spend your whole life reacting to certain things in a certain way, if you carve out these neural pathways, if you make a habit of something and then you find yourself existing in some new state you got to change your fucking habits it's as simple as that the anxiety and the fear and the constant worry were normal forever and now that stuff is gone it's not as easy, it's not a one-to-one -one thing. It's not as simple as like, okay, well, you kicked the bad habit and you replaced it with the good one. Maybe it is. Maybe it gets easier with practice. Maybe you just have to do as much. You've got to put in the man hours. You know, if I'm in my if I'm in my mid twenties and I've spent <laughs> most of my life living one way at one end of the spectrum, gee, Josephat, please don't tell me it's going to take another twenty odd years to make up the difference. Oh boy. Boy, howdy. So, we got lots of stuff. We got lots of stuff to unpack. There's lots of stuff going on in the real world. There's lots of stuff going on in my head. And uh, I almost put off this episode. I thought four or five days ago, this is it. I'm doing it tonight. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And then the actual moment came, and I thought, mm, no. No. 
maybe it's not going to happen right now. I don't know why I feel the need not to do this, but I'm going to go with it. I'm going to not do it. I'm not really sure about my gut these days. And it's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard when you don't know how to trust your instincts and when you rely on your instincts, but you're not sure about what's happening. And then are you actually relying on them because there's all this uncertainty? And let's just, let's just get to fear. Let's just talk about fear. Go for it. Fish rots from the head, as they say. So let's talk about the dark and twisty things that live in our heads. I found an old diary. Fucking love finding my old diaries. I say I found them. I know where they all are. I pulled an old diary out. I knew it had something in it that I wanted to see. Usually what happens is I'll find the thing that I wanted and I'll keep reading from there. And I'm never pleased with the results. Rarely, if ever, is it pleasant. It's why it's part of why I stopped keeping a diary. Uh, something that I thought that I should get back into. So I pulled one off the shelf and I thought, okay, well, let's see. Let's take a look and figure out. Let's brainstorm. Let's make some notes. What do I want to do differently? Let's approach this deliberately. I need to write shit down. That's something that I feel very strongly about right now. I got to start writing again. I haven't written anything. What do I want to write? Or more importantly, what do I not want to write? What is stopping me? What am I afraid of? Trying to mindfully approach my fears and figure out what all these triggers are about and what fear is lying underneath all of that, right? Cool, great gravy. Here's this diary wherein I found a Polaroid. Some freaky ass shit that happened one time. I was reading some tarot cards alone in the dark. And I remember this incident putting the fear of God in me. And uh, that's an interesting thing, the fear of God. Oh God, we can't get into that. That's too much. That's tapping too much and I'm too tired. <laughs> like thought about something that Holly said uh, about glitching technology and about how it's just that powerful. It just happens. And I thought about something that uh, our loyal Open Lines patron, Deborah Mars, Venus by Mars, said about bibliomancy and how Someone gave her a Quran once to practice bibliomancy with and how the wisdom that she found therein was really beautiful to her. I thought about my beliefs and other people's beliefs and the differences between all the things that we tell ourselves as people and, you know, the similarities between all the things that we tell ourselves as people. A little while ago, if someone had told me that they were casually practicing bibliomancy with my sacred text, I really would have, I don't know if I would have taken umbrage if, I, if it would have offended me, but I really would have felt like, oh, that's not it. That's not right. You're doing it wrong. Don't do that. You know, like it just, it just seems a little too, a little too flippant, a little too casual. Like this is, this means way too much for it to just be casually picked up and flipped through. But then, here I am now. And I casually practice bibliomancy all the live long day. <laughs> and uh, it doesn't seem to matter, you know, what text I'm choosing from. And I'm... Oh, hello. What is that? Uh, someone stole my car and I didn't even notice until they brought it back. So, <laughs> that's a fun turn of events came outside for some fresh air and anyway you guys um just like that just like that some crazy random shit happens in the universe and everything is different that's how i feel some crazy random shit happens every single day every single moment of every single day is an opportunity to look at things 
with a fresh perspective. So here I am flipping through my old diary. This crazy thing happened where I snapped a picture and I know logically it was probably just my camera malfunctioning and there was this lens flare, but in the photograph, there's a weird aura and a huge glowing orb of light and it's vaguely person shaped in the face area. And I thought to myself, for sure, that's evil. <laughs> You're doing something wrong. That is bad news. And then here we are all these years later and something as simple as a witch mentioning that she glitches all of her technology is enough to make me stop and think, well, okay, am I just going to be the sort of person that always has an answer for something and goes, no, that's not it. For the Bible doth tell me otherwise. Because I know I'm not that person. But if I hear a statement that I disagree with, and I disagree with it because of some shit that I've always thought and always believed and have always been told, but I don't actually stop to investigate, and I don't actually stop to unpack that, and I don't actually stop to look at it differently, then am I just being ignorant? I think the answer is yes. I don't think the answer is yes. I'm trying to be polite. I know the answer is yes. And if someone says, hey, I picked up this holy book and it's beautiful and it has so much wisdom contained in it and I'm able, I have the ability and the want and the desire to pick it up and to casually connect with it and flip through it, how is that wrong? How could that possibly be the wrong answer? How could there be anything wrong with that? Isn't that a win? Isn't that how I want to look at that? That is how I want to look at that. And I have no problem where I'm at right now in my life shifting my perspective and flipping everything on its head and deciding, okay, well, wait a second. All of this is beautiful. All of this is beautiful and good and worthwhile. And all of the things that don't belong here and all of the things that I've always been told, you know, we're not going to, to do me any good. Well, okay. There's room enough for both of those. There's room enough for both of those things. I can take all of the good and see all of the bad and it's not cherry picking, right? It's not deciding, okay, well, that doesn't really suit me. So actually I'm going to leave it there. It's just broadening, making more space, expanding. There are more things in heaven and earth. How can I possibly have any answers at all? I decided to come outside and it was the wrong answer. I'm going to go back inside. I'm glad that my car is home. I didn't know that it wasn't. But now that I've gone outside and figured that out, Everybody wins. So anyway, all of this rambling is to say that as ever, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> all I know is that anytime I've ever responded to something with fear, which is most of the time, uh, it was a missed opportunity to find the love and the light in a situation. We know this, right? That's what everything boils down to ultimately. You are here in the world and life happens and you respond to it and you respond to it one of two ways. You respond to it with fear or you respond to it with love. That's what everything gets boiled down to. Black and white. I'm going to punch myself in the face for this later, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to stick to black and white for right now. <laughs> it's not as easy as all that, except that it really is. It really is as simple and as complex as all of that. It's fear and it's love. And if you're responding to everything with fear all the time, out of a misplaced sense of love, then you're losing, you're missing out. So big picture here. Today, I encountered someone who's having a real hard time in life. They're going through something. They're probably on some drugs. And it was a whole thing. It's never a good time on a Sunday afternoon when you're at your day job and someone tries to assault you. But I tell you what, it happened. And everything was fine and dandy. Except that this person, you know, was clearly going through something. And so I'm attempting to be patient 
kind and compassionate and even when this person thought to like lunge it was cool it was fine all of my bases recovered i was standing firmly on my two feet i got this it's fine and then this asshole who's already responding with fear right who's already being openly aggressive and hostile and shouting and swearing and making a scene and is letting their fear spiral out of control and is letting their fear dictate their actions and so they're behaving erratically and they're causing a ruckus right all of that already because of fear but then they said something real stupid and real ignorant and anti-semitic and i just wasn't here for it we all know that i don't fuck around with racism but like I don't know, I guess there's 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 nothing, there's no addendum to that. I just don't fuck around with racism. Like, what was that about? Like, you had me on your side. Even when you tried to physically hurt me, you had me on your side. And then you did that. What's that about? It always comes back to that. Our fear separates us. Ultimately, when we choose to respond to life with fear and when we choose to give in to our fears, I'm making this sound so easy as if it's not a constant existential struggle for me. But it's a good thing to remind ourselves and to hear in plain terms when you choose, because we are making a choice, whether it's consciously or otherwise, when you choose to respond with fear, that fear drives a wedge between you and all of the light and the love that is available to you. So I dug out my old diary and I found the thing that I was looking for. And I stopped to reconsider and to, you know, reconstruct this framework. Like, wait a second, well, what if that wasn't a big scary time and that wasn't a bad thing that happened? What if that's some fucking magic that I captured on film? What if what I was doing was so powerful? I mean, why isn't that an option? Why can't I choose to respond with love? Why? Can't I have that? If we're all just making all of this up, and I'm going to say it again and again, we are just making it all up. We're born. None of us know what the fuck is going on and why it happens. And we have all of these grandiose ideas about our creator and what life is about. But we've made it all up. We filtered it through our human perspective, and we made it all up collectively. And it's a story that we keep telling and different variations of the same thing. But we keep making it up as we go. And the trouble is we're not terribly inventive. And we repeat the same story again and again and again. And we respond with fear again and again and again. And even those of us who try and live, I don't know if it's, I don't, when I talk about the sainted path and the whole reason that the show is called the sainted path is because this is it, dudes. This is where we're at. Like, this is where I'm at. I have this notion, perhaps it's misguided, but it is this notion that I carry around that there's more <laughs> than meets the eye, that there are more things in heaven and in earth than are dreamt of in our philosophies and that it is worth more than my time here in this three-dimensional world. And so I take it upon myself to think about those things and to try and figure out and to try and gauge where I'm at exactly. And the problem is I struggle and I worry and I'm so fearful of the fact. Is it a fact? Wait a second, let's put the brakes on that one. I'm so fearful of this idea that I'm wrong. I'm so fearful of the idea that I'll fall off this sainted path, that I'm not actually walking. I don't want to say it's straight and narrow because it's not. Uh, but here it is. Here I am. Where am I? Where are we? What are we doing? Ugh. <laughs> what a mess as ever. Uh, this is why I recommend everyone out there keep a diary uh, so that you can make sense of things in your head and you can string these thoughts together in a coherent fashion and maybe you can grow from them and you can learn from them 
I certainly learned and grew. Pulled that diary off the shelf, read a thing or two, wondered out loud. Well, I didn't wonder out loud, but I wondered to myself, um, what is this all about? I was reminded, reading my diary, of a time when I was a miserable sad sack and had it pointed out to me by people that really loved and cared about me. And boy, how uncomfortable was that? And boy, did the things that these people who love me and care about me, the things that they had to say sounded awfully familiar because not that long ago, I decided to go have coffee with someone who is a miserable sad sack. And the things that I said to this person didn't even realize that I was subconsciously pulling out this advice that I had gotten so many years ago. Didn't even realize that I was telling them pretty much verbatim what was said to me. Hey, doesn't have to be like this. You're doing this shit to yourself. You are doing this to yourself. What is that about? Why would you do that? Why? Why did I do that? Fear. That's why. That's not about beating yourself up and going, well, why are you living like that? That's terrible. It's just as simple as identifying it. Oh. Huh. This is distinctly uncomfortable. And that's the theme lately. That's the theme of this year, where I have been distinctly uncomfortable. But I tell you what, doesn't start and stop with this calendar year. your oyster. You can do it. You know, see how it's possible or how you could possibly fit that into your life. And just hot air. Don't talk to me. Don't waste my time. How old is your oyster? Okay. Great. In what universe? In what universe? In this one. No, really. In this one. No, seriously. Like, I know that's obnoxious. No, wait. Don't punch me in the face. It really is. You really can do anything. No, you really are capable of anything. Someone else tells you that shit and you don't believe it. It doesn't matter. It's not worth anything. And you never tell yourself that kind of stuff. Never. You're just never going to hear it, are you? Uh... So, out comes the diary. It's because of the diary, because I took the time to be with myself, that I had the framework and the tools to work with myself. I can identify objectively years later, like, oh, all right, sis, you're complaining about this, but actually, there's a whole other heap of trouble. There's so much else happening here that you weren't even aware of, and I see now that I've got to work on this, that, and the other, or that this needs to be put to rest, or that, you know, it is the season of forgiveness. We got work to do. And also, how far we've fucking come. Look where we are now. I looked around. I keep driving to all the wrong places. I keep missing all my exits because I'm not paying attention because I'm just so in awe of the fact that I used to hope and dream and pray and wish upon, wish upon. Oh my God. Like, honestly, it's making me uncomfortable to think about how badly I wanted all of the things that I have right now. I mean, 
it's really silly, but I got in my car today and I was driving to work and grandpa's fucking falling apart on me. And I just thought about how much I love this stupid <laughs> crap heap of metal. And there are literally pictures in my fucking diaries of station wagons. And I'm driving around in my beloved station wagon. And I, I'm, I definitely have stopped to, you know, count my blessings before, but it just hit me once again, like, damn, damn, dude, this is the stuff that I used to dream about. It's so weird to be sitting here right now and to be doing this show when I feel just, I don't know what it is. I don't know what, what this disconnect is yet. And I'm hoping that if I talk long enough, maybe someday soon, it'll It'll work itself out. The pieces will fall into place and everything will be fine and dandy. But in the meantime, here I am. Where the fuck am I? Driving around in this car that I always dreamt I might drive around in. And I'm driving, you know, to and from all of the places that I always thought I might casually go. And hanging out with people that I only ever dreamt I would hang out with. I mean, here's a bit of, uh, here's a loop. Here's a plot twist. I asked for a plot twist. I genuinely asked. I, I asked out loud. Yeah, oh my, oh God. Give us a plot twist, eh? We got a couple months left in the year. Let's shake it up a little. Oh, man. Ask and ye shall receive. Ask for a plot twist. Realize that all the relationships I had been pouring energy into were not healthy and were not benefiting me. Which is to say, because everything ultimately happens for our benefit. I was putting in way, way, way more than I needed to and I was not getting very much in return. And just like that, I asked for a plot twist and everything gets flipped up on its head. And suddenly, nothing is what you thought it was. No one's where you left them. Nothing is turning out the way that you planned. And it's all looking up and it's only getting better and brighter and rosier and isn't that something I'm going to stop here and I'm going to play you guys a song it seems like a really good time for me to breathe and to refocus I want you to also breathe and refocus I don't know find your focus find some new focus who knows Maybe NXS will help us figure it out. Let's take a minute or two. Take a couple breaths. See what happens when we come back. So maybe that's not meant to be. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's talk about doubting our personal power. How about that? Because I think that, that was probably an indication that uh, this is our next move. Oh, man. I spend so much of my time genuinely thinking that everything that I'm doing is wrong. Like I spend every minute of every day thinking, Jesus, am I like, is this all, am I just causing harm? Like, am I saying all the wrong things? And maybe my entire existence is in some way. Actually, I don't believe that. That's a lie. Those words are coming out of my mouth and I don't mean them. 
I think all of my choices and I think my actions, though I usually mean well, don't ever come off the way that I expect them to. I never seem to pull anything off the way that I intend ever in my life. I very much fly by the seat of my pants and I constantly, constantly worry. God, what if I'm actively doing harm? Like, what if this is bad news? You know? Every time I seem to let my guard down, this is another thing, this is another really uncomfortable thing that I realized reading my freaking diary. Every time I seem to let my guard down, anytime I get comfortable and relaxed, I usually end up hurting someone else in some way, shape, or form. And even when I'm sitting by myself and talking into my phone and just rambling about the, the miscellaneous thoughts in my head lately, I always, I just think like, this is no good. Like, what are you doing? And just then I thought, this is a perfect place to stop and to regroup and take a couple breaths and to stop beating yourself up and to stop panicking about it. And you know what? It glitched the shit out of whatever was happening. And that's the universe telling me to, hey, take a chill pill. Because actually, you're doing fine. Regardless of what it all adds up to, it's all adding up to something. I don't know what any of this means any more than anyone else does. And that's the thing of it. Nobody fucking knows what's going on. Nobody knows what is actually right or wrong. This dude yelled some anti-Semitic comment at me today for no reason because he was frustrated and I repeated it to someone else later who went, well, it's in the Bible. It's in the Quran. Repeatedly. And I really thought, is that, <laughs> how serious, like how, what? Are you for real right now? It's in the Bible. It's in the Quran. God himself warns the Jews again and again and again. And thus, what? This dude at the bookstore was right for telling me that the IRS is all Jews and like, are, whoa, okay, no, that's not how any of that works. That's exactly what I'm talking about. We made all of this shit up and we continue to make it up. It's in the Bible. And now, does that make it okay for you to then interpret as just plainly as possible that God doesn't like the Israelites? Like, what? That's dumb. Don't you hear that that's dumb? Doesn't anyone understand that the words that are coming out of our mouth collectively are dumb? Are we really doing this right now? And here I am worrying all the live long day that everything I'm doing is complete crap. Every single thing that I'm doing is going to actively hurt someone. Like, I just, oh, oh no, they're right. All of my, I am being too progressive. I am being too radical. I am shaking the boat up and I'm saying all the wrong things and I'm going to lead people in all the wrong directions. <sighs> Let's take a chill pill collectively. How about instead of a song, we all sit here and breathe for a second and we breathe through our fear. How about I breathe through my fear and we take a second to breathe in Breathe out. And to smile on the exhale. And to realize, nah, you're <laughs> nah, <laughs> that's not how that shit works. <laughs> that's not how it works. And if we make it all up, then I can make up some good shit. And if we're making it all up, then I realize that I no longer make choices from a place of fear. I'm going to continue to choose to respond with love and compassion, even when it gets really hard. And even when everyone tells me that I don't need to, and that I should give up and that I should hate everyone, just like we all hate everyone because people suck. You're right. People do suck, but I'm people. People really do suck, but I really am people. And if I'm not going to make the effort for me, I can't expect anyone else to be making the effort. And it's as simple as that. It starts and stops at home. It starts with you. I am he as you are me, and we are all the fucking same. Take a deep breath. Whew. Breathe in. Breathe out.
What a life. What a life. And the universe keeps telling me today, hey, hey, I almost didn't record this episode tonight. Something in my bones went, hey man, take a minute, take a break, take a breath. Do you. Go lay on the couch and be useless. This might be one of the last times in my life I have this much free time. I'm only getting older. Responsibility is only piling up. There are only going to be so many moments where I can lay here uselessly. Where I can keep my phone turned off and not respond to the world outside. And not worry about all the things that I actually need to be worrying about. That's only going to cut it for so much longer. But let's just, just take a sec. But I can't. Not today. Today of all days. The entire universe is lining up. Just going, one, 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 one. Maybe it doesn't mean anything at all, and maybe that's just another story we're telling to make ourselves feel better, but... Either way, I'm gonna keep telling stories that make me feel good. That's, that's it. That's the moral of the story. Get up and do this damn radio show and tell some stories that make me feel better about being alive and tell stories that make other people feel better about being alive. That's the fucking point. So when random dudes come in and shout at me and blame me and give me grief and try and physically attack me because they're upset because life isn't going their way. And when people just throw blind hatred and ignorance at me because they can... I don't need to respond to it with fear. I don't need to live it. I don't need to pick that shit up and take it home with me. You can lob it at me and whatever. Turn it around, make some magic out of it. Or I can just let it fly right on by. That's my prerogative. Remember, did you hear me the first time, the second time, the third time? I don't know, I'll say it again. We are making all of it up. Just making it up. That scares the shit out of me. I keep saying it out loud because I'm trying to make peace with it. Because I keep wondering, like, how is that true? Though that can't be true. I don't want it to be true. I want answers. I just want it to all line up. I just want it to, to stop being so terrifying. I just want to stop feeling like I'm doing everything wrong. I just want to stop feeling like I'm getting it all wrong. It doesn't work that way. It's not going to come from anywhere else. There aren't going to be any answers that I don't already have. There's no more information than what's already floating out there. It'll all find its way to me when I'm ready for it. I'll find it. I'll cross paths with it. I'll take a step forward or take a step back or take a step to the left or fucking trip and sprain my ankle and fall on my head and see it laying over on the side. That's the whole point of this sainted path. And I keep worrying about whether or not any of it's any good. Whether or not any of it has any value. Is it something that people are going to care about? Is it something that is going to mean anything? There's just... There's really... No point. There's no point in asking those questions. Whatever it means... Is whatever it means. I have no metric for that. There's no scale. There's no way for me. There's no basis for comparison. It's going to mean whatever it means to whomever it means, whenever it means that thing. That's not what I need to be focusing on. Is it any good? I did it in life. Doing it in life. Isn't that something? Actively seeking to create something where there wasn't a thing before. Doesn't that inherently have value? Uh, Jesus. It's starting to feel like art school. <laughs> oh man, oh man. One of these days, actually, I was gonna say, one of these days it's not gonna feel messy and confusing. But that's the thing, isn't it? That's the whole beauty of living in the world with other people. That's the whole beauty of open minds. That's the beauty of our friendships and our relationships and the people that we choose to spend time with. We, as people, collectively, walking around with our heads firmly up our butts, and it's scary and confusing and kind of gross and it's not really a good time. But if we pull our heads out and we look around and we recognize there are other people around us. And they too have had their heads up their butts. And we can all talk about it. It makes it... <laughs> it's just so silly. That's the whole point of it though, isn't it? It's to share 
the silliness, to share all of the ugly bits, to share all of the love and the joy and the fear, because we're not islands, right? We can't decide, or even if we do decide, if we decide definitively that my version of the truth is the only correct version of the truth, cool. I have made that choice for myself. Now what? There are 8 billion of us and then some, and we're clearly not all going to adhere to my one singular version of the truth. So do I condemn all 8 billion of us? Ladies and gentlemen, does that sound like a situation that's been working so far? Take sock, look around. Has that been working for us? <laughs> Is that what we want to keep doing? It's not what I want to do. I want to listen to my friends practice their magic and tell me their stories and share their pain. There's a fireside chat where Truman is forever turning 13 and I cried. I howled and I cried and I felt so alive and so connected. I drove away from a dear friend and I realized that there are people in this world that you can that you can be with and that you can be around and spend your time with and it doesn't feel like anything at all it just feels natural it just feels that's the way it's supposed to be you know it's as easy as being alone i spent most of my life being alone and all of the best relationships all of the the ones that have taught me the most are the ones that feel very much like I'm with myself. When your spirit and someone else's spirit connect. It's a cool synchronistic kind of validation. It's the universe, it's God reminding us like, hey, we're all in this shit together. And it doesn't work out for some people and it doesn't, <sighs> Pour a lot of energy. I personally pour a lot of energy, a lot of love and a lot of time and a lot of care and a lot of consideration into how other people feel and how other people fit into my life. And I don't always make enough space for myself in my own life. And in fact, most of my frustrations in life stem from the fact that it's just, it's just a wonky amount of space going on here. Allocated weird nooks and alcoves and closets and compartments for myself. But, uh, that's not how that works. And it's nice that, you know, you can put in the man hours and then turn around and find out, like, hey, <laughs> okay, I'm not alone, at the very least. At the very least, I can turn on Open Lines Radio and not alone. Are these not my people? Is this not my tribe? Spend countless silly evenings with my friend and the gift is an actual honest gift. It is a true gift that is being given to me. Hey dude, you're here and you too can have this thing. If you ask for it, and if you make space for it, it's yours. The world really and truly is your oyster. It doesn't fucking work out the way that we think it's going to, and the dots do not connect linearly, and none of it is coherent, and none of it makes any fucking sense. And I spend so much time going, oh, I'm so frustrated, and it doesn't add up. I'm not actually that pressed about it. It's just that I keep sitting down to try and talk about it. I keep trying to craft a program out of it. And then I worry and I'm fearful. Is it any good? Does it make any sense? Is it worth anything? So all of that is to say, get up every day. Breathe in and out. Smile on the exhale, because you fucking deserve it. It's for you. Your muscles should relax. You are golden. You're here. You exist. I don't fucking know. 
exactly what it adds up to and we are making it all up. So why wouldn't you make up the very best for yourself? Life deals some shitty circumstances. Not always, actually. I mean, some people have it pretty peachy and that's cool. Like, that's fine. That's what they're working with. I'm not gonna knock it. It's not what I'm working with. I am not familiar. And that's cool. I don't need to be because you're still you. You're still a person. You still got up today. Has just as much value as my having gotten up today. Like we're here. What are we doing with it? Everyone was so hype and so vocal about the midterm elections in the U.S. And the thing of it is, America, are you listening? We're not the world. Did you hear me, America? One more time for the people in the back. We are not, in fact, the world. We, as people, as American people, we're only a couple of the people in the world. We're only a, a, a drop in the fucking bucket. What's happening here, what we think is happening, the narrative that we're choosing to listen to, the clownery and the tomfoolery and the circus that we are choosing to participate in, it's not the whole picture. There's a lot going on in this universe. There are 8 billion other human beings running around, and we're not even taking stock of all of the other living things. We're slowly killing all of it. We're killing ourselves, and we're killing everything else. And I'm glad that a bunch of us went out and voted, I guess. I'm glad that a bunch of us realize that a true democracy does have power, that people, that human beings have power. I want so desperately for all of us to know that and to believe that about ourselves. We as people are inherently powerful. So fucking magical, in fact, that can't even get a damn song to play on my radio show. So magical that I can snap a picture and, and capture a bizarre mystical light show. So powerful that we can make crazy shit happen that we can't even logically explain. We're more powerful than we realize. We're more than these three-dimensional vessels that we walk around in. This body that gets up every day is not the beginning and the end of my being, nor is it the beginning and the end of your being. We, as people, can do so much good. We can do so much for each other. Except, here we are, responding to the world with fear, responding to ourselves and our problems with fear, responding to having woken up every day with fear, negativity, self-doubt, and self-pity, and hatred, and anger, and bigotry. I'm really genuinely sorry that this dude is almost homeless, and I'm really genuinely sorry that he fucking lunged across the counter at someone who's a fraction of his size at their fucking day job. Like, I'm really sorry that he's at a point in his life where that's an action that he took. You know, like, how do you get there? How do you get to that point where that's something that you're willing... I don't know, man. I don't know. And I'm not upset about it for my own health and safety. I'm upset about it because that's a suffering human being. Why? Are, why? <laughs> why are we doing this? It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm only 20, 25. I'm 25 years old, right? Like I'm... I'm not new, but I'm basically just getting started. And it just seems to me like, okay, but we did, we've done it, we've done all of this. I've seen this, I've read about this, I've heard about this, I've lived this, I've experienced this. Don't we all think that we should uh, choose to respond a little differently? Like, haven't we learned from our mistakes yet? I mean, everyone's up in arms about these midterm elections and everyone's freaking out about the state of our country, but where the fuck have y'all been? Haven't you been paying attention? No, you haven't. That's part of the problem, but 
Anyway. That's not where I want to go with this. All of that is to say, I made the effort to be better about responding with love. There's an abundance of it in my life currently, and nothing is working out the way that I planned. And as ever, my car is unlikely to get me exactly where I need to go, but there's so much love. There's just so much love, and I'm so lucky. And I'm so, I'm fucking here. For the first time in a really long time, I thought about the fact that I almost died, and I thought about it like it was a faraway thing. Like, oh yeah, remember when that happened? Remember when that happened just the start of this year? It's not that long ago, but the first time it feels like it was, feels like it was a long time ago. It feels like that person, long gone. Pulled this diary off the shelf, and I didn't even, honestly, I didn't really cringe or feel that embarrassed or feel that badly about it, because it was a long time ago. <laughs> that was lifetimes ago. That was like eight lifetimes ago. I've been 112 different people since then. I'll be a different person tomorrow. My hair will be a different color next week for sure. What a life. Thrill a minute. Glad to be here. I'm really glad to be here on Open Minds. And I'm really glad to be connected to the people that I'm connected to. I'm really grateful and very happy. And I tell you what, my friends, I wish you just as much love and just as much light. And the thing is, whether or not you see it, it's already there. That's the secret. That's the thing that I learned. You have to suffer a lot. Life really bruises you. It beats the shit out of you because it wants to teach you tenderness. And it wants to, like, that's the only way. Like, you have to be initiated. You got to be jumped in. You know what I'm saying? And once it happens and once you're on the floor and you're bleeding and you look to your left, you'll realize, like, oh, shit. Look at that. That's so beautiful. It's so immense. It's so wonderful. That's where I'm at. It is beautiful and it is immense. And I hope that you can see it. I hope that you wake up tomorrow and think some kind things about yourself. Think some kind things about the people around you. Respond with love. Baby steps baby step it out anyway I think that's it for me I think I'm out I'm gonna take some baby steps toward the teapot take some baby steps down the stairs lest I fall I spilled coffee all over myself today it was a great time cancer memory that was a beige oh well it'd be like that <laughs> thank you as ever for listening I wish you love, and I wish you peace, and I wish the things for myself, because honestly, this shit is awesome. Good night, Godspeed, girl power.
wounded one lives. Forever lost and forsaken misses. Speak the unspeakable, our hopes gathering dust to dust.